Kara, Kara. So today we're going to be talking about um, relationships part two and just a couple of things we didn't touch on um, last time. But before we get into all of that, we just want to talk about, a, you know, a few hot topics that have been popping up. One in particular, who bit Beyonce? Who did it? Who did it? Okay, <laughs> because goodness, you know, that's my baby. Yes. You know, I already got my on the run tour tickets. Okay, for 106, must I say? Okay, cheap or what? And, um, that I just want to know. First of all, Tiffany Haddish is out here on a storytelling spree. She's out here running all the tea. You can, I don't know. But I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think Beyonce minds. If she minds, she would have been served Tiffany a cease and desist. But honestly, everybody's trying to make it seem like Tiffany's been talking. But this all came from one interview. It just it's just getting released, you know. Yeah. Not at the same In time. Increments. Exactly, yeah. and so it makes it seem like she's running her mouth again. When really, once Beyonce released Top Off and called her out, that was it. <laughs> that was it. All right. So. The little conspiracy theory is after Tiffany told her story. Um, oh well, actually, for some of you who don't know the full story, basically Tiffany was saying that she went to a after um, after the concert of Four Forty Four when Jay had you know released his album or whatever, and there was a little after party. So she goes and. She um basically says that there were was this actress that's actually in her words, she said there was this actress that's there that's just like doing the mostest and um she bit Beyonce in the face. And Tiffany goes on to say, So Beyonce swimmed away, went up to Jay Z and was like, Jay, come here, this bitch and snatched him. And he went to the back of the room, and I was like, what just happened? And Beyonce's friend walked up and was like, can you believe this bitch just bit Beyonce? And so Beyonce's representative hasn't, you know, um, mentioned any of it. She said, you know, I have no comment. I don't know anything about it. But um, Tiffany basically walked up to Beyonce and was like, I'm going to be somebody ass at your party. I just want to let you know that. And Haddish said that Beyonce told her to just forget about it and have fun. And so, near the end of the party, Haddish said that she was, um, Beyonce was at the bar. So, she said to Beyonce, did she really bite you? And Beyonce was like, yeah. Um, and Tiffany said she going to get her ass beat tonight. And so, Beyonce was, you know, being cool. She was like, she said... Tiffany, no, don't do that. That bitch is on drugs. She's not even drunk. That bitch is on drugs. She's not like that all the time. Just chill. Word for word. Quote on Why quote. do I find that so hard to believe that uh, Beyonce and Tiffany talk that much at a party? Yeah. It makes, like, I'm kind of like, okay. You know, yeah. If you, but, you know, you also got to realize how media spins things. Exactly. And, you know, as a future journalist... 
plug. You know, I must say, yes, I am a plug. So, <laughs> anybody need a little shout out, something in a little newspaper, shout me out. You know, I got you. Give me a call, follow me on stuff or whatever. But, anyways, um, I do think that this story was spun a little bit, and I think that it may not be as deep as it may seem. Yeah. But, Nevertheless, that was the main story. But Chrissy Teigen goes on um, Twitter and she says, I cannot leave this planet without knowing who bit Beyonce in the face. I can only think of one person who would do this, but I cannot say. But she, dot, 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 is the worst. And so a girl named Tiana um, answers on the thread. She says, spill it, Chrissy. And Chrissy Teigen replies and says, deep down, you know. Now. No, we don't know. That's why we're asking. But peep. Deep Down was a film that came out in 2014 that Scarlett Johansson. Oh, and so the beehive is doing research. But check it, check it. Scarlett was also at the 440 um, after party. Good. And and they got a picture of her, and she don't look right. You know, she don't look like she all the way there. So I'm. You First know. of all, if anything ever happens to me, I'm gonna enlist the Beehive to find out because mm-hmm. they know everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everything but Becky. You know who is oh, Becky? We still don't. We still don't know. I can't and, you know, When Beyonce shuts down the story, she will shut it down completely. She will end all investigation, but she hasn't shut it down yet. So until she, but you know what somebody said that because what she does is she'll address rumors or situations. At her concerts, like when she addressed um, her not having her baby, she had that in a concert showing her naked with the baby bump. She does all her address to all the gossip. She had that, um, ma- that makes sense. Yeah, you get a she, coin while you exactly. She had Wendy Williams voiceover during her concert. She had a couple little people who was talking shit, you know, voiceover at her concert or people acting like them. You know, just for the... And she basically was like, bow down, bitch. And I think that was the uh, beginning of that song. And so... Because, um, you know, she does have a song that. But I don't... It wouldn't surprise me if Beyonce really did speak like that. Because she has spoken like that. I mean, it like wouldn't that, surprise me. But know? for the story's sake, like, I just... The way I envision her, I don't envision her talking to Tiffany that much at a party. True, true. I and expect her to be talking to everybody. Hey, how you doing? Da, 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 yeah. Da. But I just think about it. If you just got bit in the face, you probably... Not gonna want to be trying to talk, and people probably gonna give you space, or be mingling amongst themselves, gossiping. You know, so that was interesting, nonetheless. You know, Akira had to get that off her chest. Yes, yes. So, um, the next point is Alton Sterling. We just heard that the officers that were involved in his um murder, because that's what it is, will not be charged. And so they're basically getting off, and yet another black man killed unfairly. And you know, just history repeating itself. Like always. But we just pray for his family. We just hope that things get better. Yeah. Um, it's super tragic. It really is, but I'm honestly not that surprised. And that's like what sucks about it. Yeah, that's just. It's just really sad. But, anyways. 
moving on to a happier goddamn note. Woo! Or at least we hope it'll be happier. Will Smith. It'll be happy for hey, the people. Shout out to Uncle Will. <laughs> I have enjoyed him thoroughly on Instagram. He mm-hmm. brings me so much joy. But as y'all know, as much as he's on Instagram pranking, he's also dropping gems. Mm-hmm. Especially gems about finding your happiness, uh, finding a guide through your career. Like, he's just been on Instagram getting, giving me my life. I'm getting my life. I'm happy about it. But what we want to talk about specifically is the video he did on Instagram about happiness. And it's kind of a conversation he says he and uh, Jada had. And I thought it was really interesting as we continue and, you know, kind of wrap up our talk about relationships this go around. And it's basically about finding your personal happy happiness. So we want to go ahead and play you guys a clip from that Instagram story so you guys can see what we're talking about. You cannot make a person happy. And I thought that was a real deep idea. You can make a person smile. You can make a person feel good. You can make a person laugh. But whether or not a person is happy is deeply and totally and utterly out of your control. Yes, Uncle Will. I absolutely love that. Because I think I, I grow to the place where I understand that and I try to tell people all the time, like, you have to define your happiness mm-hmm. with yourself. <sighs> Thank you, Uncle Will. But <laughs> <laughs> continuing on from that, I think we kind of talked about it last week, how people look to relationships to provide them some kind of feeling. But nonetheless, I just wanted to wrap up that point. But let's talk about trust. It is so difficult. Mm -hmm. There are so many different layers to it. Whether you trust somebody, what happens when trust is broken? How do you move on from that? What do you think, Akira? Well, I feel like trust, it begins in the very beginning. Me, I'm going to see... I know how people say you gotta, you gotta, you give trust until um, they basically break it mm-hmm. and you know they have to earn it back. But me, I don't trust any, I mean, I trust people, but off the rip, I'm not just gonna trust you. Yeah, it's you something know? that's earned. Especially not on a deep level. Yeah. I'll be, we can build to that, but it's not just gonna be automatically, oh yeah, you know, I'll give you my whole heart, sure. Yeah. I don't know you like that. You have to protect yourself. That's what I'm saying. And I feel like people jump into this shit so quickly. Like, there'll be girls who date a guy for a month and be like, oh my God, he's the love of my life. I want to marry him. I just, I want to give him my all. I want to give him everything and have his kids. I'm like, bitch, do, do you even know his mother's name? Do you know his birthday? What's his favorite color? What's his favorite drink? What does he want to do with his life? Do, do you know the answer to all these questions? That's because in that one month... <laughs> that's the point. Can you, can you set out scenarios in your head and automatically know how he's going to react? In a month. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A month? <laughs> it's been two months and I still haven't learned anything from school. So you telling Stop. me to learn all that from me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Please. It takes me about a good 12 conversations for me to just remember somebody's birthday. I'm not even going to lie. You will tell me over and over again, and I will ask you five times, 
10 times before I finally said, okay, this is this person's birthday. That's the truth. So I'm saying you can't just automatically get somebody's trust. Now, we can build on it. You know, like me and um, me and my friend, we used to always pinky promise, right? And it'll be something small, something stupid, you know, like pinky promise, pinky promise. But as time went on, we, it was the, it wasn't the fact that we just pinky promise. It was the significance behind it. Because if I said, um, if that person, wanted, my friend wanted to do something, I'd be like, all right, pinky promise, you know? That's like, their trust. Exactly. And so that makes it real. Like, oh, shit. It's more gotta, than just you, a pinky promise. Exactly. Like, this is your word, this, this your is commitment. You, you know, now you we being for real about it. And they took advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I ever since then, I never looked at it the same. Now I don't pinky promise like that. Because I'm like, not after what you've done. You took that and you took advantage of it. And now I don't even want to think he promised with your ass. I'm going to just be, I, I literally, the first couple of times we were going to pinky promise or my friend wanted to do it, I was just like, mm, I'm not really, I don't really care for it anymore. I don't. And they're like, come on, come on. I'm like, no, you, the last time we did it, you. <clears throat> like, exactly. didn't keep your word. Exactly. That's a good point. So how do you so, move forward when trust is broken? And, and so it takes time because now it's still hard even though yeah. it happened probably a year ago what happened but i'll still all right you know we started small just like in the very beginning how we we had basically had to start all over and we're st- and it's been a year and we're still not at that stage where i'm like yeah we can be promised and fully and i fully believe it you know but it's getting there yeah you know i can honestly say it'll be the little things and they keep it now, you know. Now they're starting, you know, they keep, they've been keeping it, so they're, they're earning it back. But it's stuff like that. How so easily in one moment it can be broken like exactly. that. Exactly. And now everything you say, I'm going to second guess it. Or I'm going to go behind it and be like, okay, they really did keep it. I won't get my hopes up as much as before. Because before I could say, oh, yeah, I know they'll do it, da, da, da. But now I can't now say that. Hesitation. And I'm yeah. like, I pretty sure they'll do it i think they'll do it i can't say i know i agree trust and respect go hand in hand for me Mm -hmm. i feel like once you've broken that trust it's almost like there's no respect and i don't deal with people i don't feel like respect me because i respect everybody in my environment Mm -hmm. so i agree it's hard and a lot of people don't have the patience to try to build it back they're like well it was one time and i told you da 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 but you still have to accept that I'm trying to move forward. And that's going to take some time. Who and it might it? be some resistance. Mm, somebody. Who, <laughs> who was that man? Ah. Oh, what did he say? It was, it was a white guy. Um, damn, it was Snape. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he said something and he said, you cannot tell somebody how to feel if that's. If you're the one that made them feel that way. Mm, and oh word. gosh, what was his name? And the it was just the way he said it that made me say, damn. Like what like wow. He really I don't know, he, the way he said it, it just sounded really damn good. And I always live by that. I always think about it. Like I can't 
be mad at you or I can't tell you how to feel if I'm the one that made you feel that way. If say you're sad that. and I say, oh, you, you can't be sad over that. Why are you sad? You know, say that I can't, for the people in I the can't back. invalidate yes. your feelings because I'm the one that did that to you. I'm the oh one that hurt gosh. you. I'm the one that made you doubt yourself. Exactly. So, so how I, can you mm-hmm. tell me to suck it up, move on? Oh, that, that was everything right there. I agree. So, yeah, I just, I don't that's just always stuck with me. At, oh, 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 C, I think it's C.K. Lewis. Louis, Louis, ah, oh, shit. I think that's his name. Louis C.K. Oh, oh, damn, he's a comedian. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he is not an author. But, oh, my God. He was accused by five women of wow. sexual misconduct. Oh, okay, okay. Damn. Okay. Damn it, that was such a good quote. Lord. Goodness. Yes, he was really speaking the truth in that moment, though, I must say. Oh, my Damn. God. Sorry, Lewis. You are canceled. Damn. I'm... Wow. Did he say these stories are true? Damn. Oh. Damn, that really... <laughs> <laughs> That's and I thought he was going to... Oh, this is what he said. He said, when a person tells you that you hurt them, you can't decide that you didn't. That's what it was. Well, I hope he keeps that in mind while he's on trial. Next. Yeah. <laughs> How much is too much for your family to know <sighs> when it comes to relationships? Mm. Or not even just your family, but your friends. Girl, everything is too damn much at this point. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to relationships, that should be real limited. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. people get to, well, why are you back with him? And didn't you say that he did this? Mm-hmm. And didn't y'all say that y'all argue? Yes, we did, but we're back together. Now move on. Mm-hmm. So if we, if we take an excerpt from my book, The Big Question. Plug. And, and this is um just, this book is basically just a discussion book. So I have big questions at the end and it makes you think. So um, I contemplated for a long time if I should say something. Should I tell them how I feel or just let it slide? The situation has been happening for some time now, and I think it's about time for me to get it off my chest. Let me explain. My family talks about my man continuously. He's a bum. He doesn't work. He doesn't go to school. He doesn't do anything. And it irritates my soul that they think they have a right to say these things about my my boo. I'm the one that's dating him. I'm the one that's living with him. And I'm the one that's sleeping with him. So how dare they talk down to him? Okay, mm. or let me say about him, because they wouldn't say that to his face. Mm. One, he is not a bum. Two, he works at a high-end store and makes money, okay? He provides me with the emotional stability that my family should be giving me, but isn't. And four, he not only has never talked about them negatively, but he has always been very respectful. And honestly, I'm not sure what to say and how to go about addressing the situation. But he is my man, but they are my family, now, do I defend him? Now, how do I defend him? And how can I stop this from going on? Is it my fault for telling them about him? Yes. <laughs> the big question is, how do I stop it from getting to the point where I have to choose between my man and my family? Mm. Fuck it, I won't. <laughs> okay? Because I'm not. All right? First that of is all, hard. you don't need to sit there and be telling your family every single argument, every single you know every situation that goes down if you if you're boo you know if you feel like you're in an unsafe place okay that's different confiding your family because your life if you feeling threatened you feeling like this isn't you need help get it 
I'm not saying don't do that. But that goes back to, like you said, paying attention to the way you make people feel. So if next week you decide, oh, I'm going to take them back, understand your family's going to be upset because now they're fearing for you. Exactly. And But I mean, like, if he's hitting on you, girl, go. Man, leave. Okay? If she putting her hands on you, leave. If he putting his hands on you, leave. Okay? But if he, if you guys got into an argument because he did this, um, let's say he... He, he he called you out your name. Yeah. yeah, he called you a dumbass bitch. First of all, he shouldn't be calling you that. But you two need to handle that on your own because I bet you next week or in two days, you guys probably will kiss, make up, and won't be talking about divorce. Okay? You guys will be together, all right, and kicking it like... But if you run back and tell your family, oh, like, he, oh said, he called me a bitch. He did this because your family will never forget. And they'll always exactly. look at him like, oh, so you the man I call my daughter a bitch. And then you're going to get upset. Well, why y'all always treating him like this? Exactly. 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 And I then I, I hate women like that because you're the one that put him in that position. You're the one that put him in that situation. You put people in your relationship and then get mad because they don't want to get exactly. out. Exactly. Now, it's a different story if your girlfriend... Or if your boyfriend came along and you guys were cool, you guys were, you know, just kicking it, and your family automatically didn't like that, you know, the that's other person. Yeah. You know, that's beef with your family. That's issues with them. You know, they have no reason to not like that person, especially if that person isn't hurting you, that person's only helping you. And they don't know them. Exactly. And haven't gotten a chance to know them. Mm-hmm. Because now they look real ignorant. They look jealous and they look possessive come on but that's a topic for another day because you know what i saw on instagram they was oh who said it my aunt said it she was like women out here or trying to you know are treating their sons like their husbands mm. okay <laughs> he is mm. your son you take I care of him back. he does not take care of you what ooh, ooh, ooh. what he paying he paying for the, the mortgage, the water bill, the house. He, he paying all of this, and you sitting on your ass. You not working, but he but he gotta work five six jobs, pay for everybody car. Pay the, he ain't your husband. He ain't your daddy. He's your son. You should mm. be trying to help him make his life a little easier. Help him get up on his feet instead of piling him with a bunch of bills or piling her with a bunch of bills. You should be trying to let them stack their money because if they're paying all of this living paycheck to paycheck, mm. how do you expect them to have enough savings? How do you expect them to be able to be on their own if they're living paycheck to they paycheck? They use that as an excuse to keep you exactly. wrapped up. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If I ever if I found a guy who was like that or in that situation, and I was I was set, I was financially stable. And if he didn't want to live that life, if he was unhappy trying to get out, guess where he would be? With me. My house. With me. Okay? Well, to get a job. Shit. <laughs> uh, he paying all them bills over there. You can come over here. All right? Have your own shit with me and take half those bills, cut them in half. Still have your responsibility, but... Exactly. And build up your Exactly. Because if you got rules, you got regulations, but you still acting like you, you own the damn bills? house. The only thing you haven't done is put the damn lease in your name. That is bogus. <laughs> so, but oops, 
we got a little off track. <laughs> but um, but I agree. I think you should keep what you tell your friends and family to a minimum. Yeah. Like say, oh, you know, hey y'all, we got engaged. Boop. Continue on. Like we don't need yeah. it. Oh, we got an argument. I'm thinking about canceling the wedding because mm-hmm. now they, until you cancel the wedding, don't exactly. say anything. All right. Give people ample time, all right, bitch. Don't be, don't be thinking about canceling wedding. You cancel and then don't tell nobody till the day before the damn wedding. Cause bitch, we already bought our gifts. tickets, okay? Pay for their shit. That's what I'm saying. Oh, people horrible. gotta pay for their place at a wedding. At a lot of weddings. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they had to drive my mom's wedding. I didn't pay shit, but I guess I was in a wedding. I mean, I'm my a daughter. Lot of people don't, like if the family don't want to pay for that, they'll have people pay for their plate. Especially if it's catered and it's catered. By a very nice place. Oh, boom. So I'm going to do that. Hell oh, yeah. my I'm gosh. <laughs> I'm just saying because Wedding talk. That's, that's expensive. <laughs> I wonder if, I, if I'm going to have 150 people coming to my wedding. Everybody paying for you a plate. You want a big wedding? Is that 150 people a lot? Yeah. Oh. Well, I know a lot of people. I have a big family. Now, I'm not saying everybody from my family is getting invited. Okay. You hear that? Not everybody oh, from my family's coming. It's nah, day. You know, right? everybody can't get a seat. That's what I'm saying. It'd be too much. But you know, hopefully my husband don't have a lot of family. Hopefully I can just slide in like five, six people from his side because my family take up too much. <laughs> <laughs> but let me start. That's selfish. Mm, I'll give him ten seats. But um, <laughs> next. <laughs> so um. Abuse, right? Mm. Mental abuse. All right. Yeah. So, in a lot of relationships, and somebody actually talked about domestic violence. Oh, actually, this ties into my little Law and Order uh, binge watching that I had. I domestic violence. Oh my gosh, SVU with Olivia Benson. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, let me stop. But um, Law and Order SVU. There was actually an episode of a correctional officer raping and abusing women and people who watch svu probably have already seen this episode this is when olivia is captain probably like season 13 14 but um wow. yeah law has been on for a long time but basically he was being abusive um take he was taking abuse of his power and he was raping these women and his wife was so die hard for this nigga and so she got tested for stds and her stank bougie ain't shit ass caught something hopefully it was just gonna react she can get rid of it but if not well bitch we try to warn you and um yeah so that is real though i actually read a story about women who were talking about being abused by police officers and it's really sad because it was it was a what they said was who's gonna believe a convict who's gonna believe a criminal over a co exactly you know, because COs are basically viewed as police officers. That's crazy. And it's sad because as a, in a woman jail, you can get strip searched. And, you know, when that happens, ain't nothing there but your body. And then they have, and in the episode, there was a woman lookout. It wasn't another man, but there was a woman involved in it too. A woman CO who was basically the lookout for the guy. And she didn't say shit. Because she was getting her overtime, and she didn't actually have to work for overtime. People have to do better. Like, abuse is, is such a 
uh, it's such a sensitive topic mm-hmm. because people I feel like don't understand this is abuse this is not love this is not compassion this is abuse that includes mental and verbal yeah. as well as physical and sexual yeah. and it's it's really sad especially when they say women bring it on themselves I hate or when she didn't say act that. like that yeah it's kind of like victim blaming somebody who was raped well if she didn't wear that or if she wasn't there if she was being a little nicer like exactly. none of that gives you leeway to do exactly. anything because what's the excuse for abusing a six-year-old child or eight-year-old. You know, that six-year-old, she was wearing that Hannah Montana shirt. Like, what you that, what, You sound dumb as fuck. You sound ignorant. To be honest. And it really irritates or, me. you know, she was swinging that. on that swing. Like, you sound... It's, she was on the monkey bars. <laughs> like, what the, get the fuck out of here. Like, I can't. Like, it's nothing to be excused. And I have to say this for people. If you are a guy or even a woman and you know you have a friend... That verbally, physically, mentally, sexually exploits or abuse someone, you are just as much as the problem if you don't say anything mm-hmm. as the person who's abusing people. Exactly. And, you know, there's this... It's just really sad, especially because nowadays so many people are either desensitized or so used to it. Like... Mm-hmm. um there have been instances where I'm just walking in sweatpants. I'm not wearing nothing seductive, not in cube, just walking to go get some ice cream because I'm, I'm greedy. And I literally had this old black dude drive by in his car with a little pedophile glasses on, and he turned, like, he literally turned his whole head outside of the car just to look at me. And he stopped his car and, and Slick waited. <laughs> and then another guy, he drove past me while it was busy, turned into the neighborhood, turned back around just to come talk to me again. Well, not again, but talk to me in the first place. Like, really? It'll be stuff like that is just so creepy. And, exactly. it, and it makes me say, damn, I can't even walk outside without some shit happening. And I don't think a lot of guys get that because they be like, oh, I think y'all are like, y'all reaching, y'all doing too much. Like, they don't understand because they don't have the thought, if I go outside or if I wear this, I know I'm going here. Like, somebody might try to snatch me. Somebody might try to pull this. They don't understand that. Exactly. And then some guys have the mindset of, oh, well, you should be lucky you're getting attention. You should be happy I'm complimenting you and trying to get with you and grab on you and touch on you. You should like that. Nigga, no, I don't like that. That means I have to find you just as attractive. And even if you are fine as hell, I, that doesn't mean I, that warrants you touching me. Exactly. I don't, I don't like that at all. It's very uncomfortable. It makes me fear for my life. Because there have been exactly. women who have been, you know, have acid attacks or gotten stabbed or shot or killed simply because just they said they no. somebody say that. That's what I'm saying. And it's just... It's ridiculous. They have such a a sense of privilege. I think it takes a lot of mental and even generational rewiring for them to understand. First of all, you have to listen. Educate yourself. And we say all the time, but think about if this was your mother or your sister or your daughter. You wouldn't act like that. You wouldn't want somebody to treat them like that. It's it's ridiculous. And it's just sad that you even have to put it in terms of, oh, if this was your mother, your sister, your daughter. You should just automatically 
know not to do that simply exactly. because that is a another person. I don't feel like women should have to constrain themselves and what they wear because somebody might rape me. How about if I wear what I want to wear, mm-hmm. you mind your business as I will mind mine. And, and we're going to keep our hands off of each other. And the thing is, it's not even, I don't even want to say it's strictly because it's of something you wear. Because there yeah. have been women in the workplace, yeah. women who, even it, like the prison scenario, they're wearing orange jumpsuits or tan or whatever color and they're baggy they're not form-fitting jumpsuits exactly and they still they still get attacked it's about that man and his mental state and how he feels like he deserves to get that having power mm-hmm. and and i feel like like it's, he has the right it's his privilege and it's not even just men women do the same thing you know That's some true. women they've um a lot of women take advantage of the fact that we don't talk about men being harassed or men being um, raped. There like was Terry a story Cruz. on Twitter. Like Terry, Terry Crews. Cruz. How, and then they try to make it seem like, oh my God, you a big dude. How you how you not be able to defend yourself? Or exactly. da, da, da. Like it's... People give this... Give men, you know, this masculinity that they feel like they have to live up to. And so if they don't live up to it, then they're viewed as weak. Or, you know, they'll be like, oh, you gay. You should have liked it if a woman was trying to get at you. There was a man um, telling a story about, oh, you know, when he was like 12 years old, some older woman came on to him and, you know, had sex with him. And he didn't even realize he just described statutory rape. Mm-hmm. He didn't even realize it. Because he was like, you know, yeah, that was my first time. And, ha, ha, ha. and he just yeah. started with something, you know, that he should have liked. Exactly. Without realizing that he was, you know, that he was really assaulted. Because you got old heads who are telling you, you know, you should be doing this. And you should be doing that. And if she act like this, if she like shy away from you, just take that. Da, 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 da. Exactly. You know, some of you know, they try to play hard to get. Nobody's playing hard to get. If I want you, I will come get you. If, in either way, yes is yes, and no is no. Exactly. And if she doesn't say anything at all, does that is not equal yes. Exactly. Just if like she, when you're exactly. performing CPR, if you don't get consent, you don't perform CPR. Point blank, period. Really? Yeah. Oh, like DNR, like do not resuscitate. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's just... Uh-uh. Just like when you're at a party and a girl's drunk or a guy's drunk, don't have sex with them. That's right. They can't consent. If you guys are both drunk, that that's when it gets a little hazy when you guys are both drunk. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, a man will be drunk and a woman will be drunk, but they both have sex. Well, you're both drunk, so who raped who? Yep, neither one of you could have consented. Yeah. So when you know, but typically so they'll blame. But typically they'll say, "Oh, well, you know, they'll charge the guy. Oh, that was raped." Like what? Even though they were both incoherent, that's why it's so tricky. And I know for a lot of guys, there has to be that fear of, like, if I do this and she regret it, like, I'm going to get a rape charge. And a lot of guys fear that because mm-hmm. of everything you could go to jail for a rape, you are definitely getting the book thrown at you. Exactly. You getting letters, you getting life, you getting parole. And it depends on who you are because Brock Turner exactly. only got, what, six months probation or something like that? Mm. That's all he got for rape. Oh, but let you be a black guy. What was it, Central Park 5? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Okay. Anyways, nevertheless, yeah, if you're if you know somebody, and like we said, it's not just physical or sexual. If you know someone who is being abused verbally, mentally, I think it's super important that you provide a comfortable environment for them to come to you, or even if it's just depression, they're having really bad anxiety. Be approachable to your friends. If you know that you're not that person, care enough to go the extra mile to recommend them to somebody. Give them a number. You know, Google. You can Google who bit Beyonce. You can Google, you know, <laughs> the depression hotline. Yeah, because it'd be, it be real. And then if you do, um, like I know Georgia State, they provide counseling. So you can definitely... Um, you can definitely call and set up an appointment. I think you get like two free sessions or your first session free or something like that. So check out your own college or maybe your workplace and see what they offer as far as counseling goes. Because I know sometimes women don't report their rapes to campus security or don't report it to the police because police will badger and badger before they finally say, okay. Now, you can go straight to the hospital and they'll perform a rape kit on you. So you can't do that, and you take it from there, however you want to do that. I'm, you know, I'm not completely versed in that situation, so I can't really, you know, I don't really know what to say about that. But easily Google um, some, some places like the domestic violence is 1-800-799-7233, or... 1-800-799-SAFE. So you can call that. Um, the Reach Out Hotline for Mental Health and Substance Abuse is 1-800-522-9054. And that's um, so important. That's for Oklahoma. Didn't know that was, you know. I didn't have a national one, so, you know. But that's just, you know, one, two. Google it. Keep it somewhere. Keep it in your phone. You never know when you might need it. Um, and just do more research on it because it's just so sad how many people don't even report abuse and rape and all them things. And we will put a trigger warning, you know, so that people who listen to the podcast, you know, they'll know ahead of time that we're going to be discussing it. But moving right along, um, I just want to say that uh, uh, Panther Palooza. It's coming up at GSU. It'll be happening April 7th. Um, I believe that's a Saturday. It is. It's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, GSU students, you're $15. Everybody else, you $20. And that's in advance. Buy your ticket. Her is going to be there. H-E-R. Dram. White Panda. If you buy the day of the show, it goes up to $25 for Georgia State people and $50 for everybody else. It's going to be at the Georgia um, State University Stadium. So please come out. Please support. I don't know if I'll be attending. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. I mean, hey, you get to see her and Dram and White Panda for $15. So get out there and get your life. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So um, anything else, like I said, if you guys have any comments, questions, do your thing, drop it by, spread the word about our little, you know, our little, our little podcast, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Share, repost, like, 
And always don't forget to, you know, drop in the comments. Let us know what you want to hear, what you liked, anything like that. Thank you guys for tuning in this week.